The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Pay him. Pay that man his money. Woo-hoo! Big bet for a big man! Sure you don't want to save a few bucks for the buffet? Welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet Podcast, part of the DWZ Fantasy Sports Network. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DWZ Memphis and Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And now, to the fabulous Big Bets. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet, and we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. You got lucky there. Yep, it was luck. So, that's it then. Hmm? Just like a young man coming in for a quickie. I feel... So unsatisfied. Have you been afraid to dip a toe in the world of Dynasty Fantasy Football? Have you heard about Dynasty Fantasy Football on one of the National Redraft pods, and now you're curious to join a league? Do you not know where to start or how to get better? Are you looking for a place to ask questions, questions that maybe would make you feel like you would get put down on social media? We all have. Or I should say, we all used to feel that way until we started Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. It's where new Dynasty gamers, intermediate Dynasty gamers, and the ultra-sharp Dynasty gamers all converge to come and hang out and talk football 24-7. No, really. It's a 24-7 group chat, thanks in part to the best international patrons in football. I'll put our group in our group chat up against any group chat in Dynasty Fantasy Football, period. It's a place of community. It's a place of interaction. It's a place where you'll get better at Dynasty Fantasy Football with so many like-minded people looking to destroy their Dynasty Leagues. And get in while the getting's good. You know I love value. And you'll have a hard time getting better value for your money than with Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone right now. We'll be introducing a tiered Patreon which is something commonly found on Patreon, to allow each Dynasty gamer to choose what level of support they want with their Dynasty teams. But all tiers will be included for those that join at the current and historical rate of $5 a month from now through July 31st. That's about two weeks to lock in the old rate between now and July 31st. Now, every podcast has given you player valuations, but there are so few shows that focus on how to actually build a roster. That's where I take what I do on the Fantasy Fixer Upper and really go into a deep dive on strategy, how-tos, and overall advice on building and sustaining a roster from your startup to your rebuild and to your championship. There's an entire archive of over 100 mostly strategic-based pods, and there's more on the way. 
There's also information and how-tos for aspiring podcasters. We have three of our patrons that are creating content for their patron mates right now. They have also worked with me behind the scenes on how to start a show, do's and don'ts for podcasters, how to attain sponsors, and much, much more. One-on-one time with me is another thing that we do at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. And being a patron is the only way to make it on the Fantasy Fixer Upper. But it's not all about the show. I trade DMs with all patrons, do one-on-ones via telephone, and more. You said you wanted to get better. So take advantage now before rates and tiers change in August over at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. There's no better time than now to join. So what are you waiting for? What's happening, guys? Happy Monday and welcome to the fabulous Big Bet, a division of the Dynasty Warzone Fantasy Football Network. I am your host, Memphis, and on today's show, I'm going to be hitting you with some, you know, some seasonal best practices and a couple of season-long prop bets. I am flying solo tonight. No Dr. Kyle. He will be here with me live on Wednesday night as we kick off the week one edition of the Big Bet. Uh, with me in the studio, as always, is Gemma, the podcast dog. But thought I'd jump on here on a Monday before we go into week one, just to give you some of my seasonal-long props and a little info as we get going into week one of the NFL season 2021 edition. Uh, all of my season-long props will appear on YouTube. Now, the Pittsburgh prop that you'll hear at the end of this podcast, uh, it's been out for a little while on YouTube, and you're going to get a second one involving Austin Hooper at the end of this podcast as well. But the other three are going to air Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on YouTube. you got to be subscribed over at YouTube in order to get all of my props. That's where they're going to be this year. Uh, they'll be live. Again, I could be anywhere. I could be in my truck. I could be in my office. I could be in my garage gym. I could be at the gym gym. You never really know where they're going to come from, but they're coming to you live because the only way to get the best number, the only way to be effective against the market is to go live. That's the power of live broadcasting brought to us by YouTube. So be sure to have YouTube subscription because it's free. Notifications turned on. You won't miss a prop bet. You won't miss an opportunity to get down on action with me. Uh, if you're listening to this via podcast, it'd be super, super awesome of you if you would leave a five-star review. Uh, Apple Podcast is the one, but I know other non-Apple podcasts allow for reviews as well. We're at 249. Would love to get to 250 before the start of the season. So social media, uh, of course, Dynasty Warzone on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you're not on social media, you can still get in contact with us. Send us an email. The email address is dynastywarzone at gmail.com. Uh, you know, the occasional help someone out with trade. Sometime we barter. Maybe you send me a screenshot of a review. I'll help you with a prop bet. Whatever you got, uh, we can make this uh, a, a trade, the old school barter system. So, again, I'm going to be dropping five of these. You're going to get two on this pod they're also already readily available on YouTube. The other three, YouTube only. Go to YouTube, search Dynasty Warzone, find us, subscribe. You won't miss the one on Monday, on Tuesday, or on Wednesday. Uh, then, starting Monday into Tuesday, 
we'll be on to our regular season rotation. Normally on Monday, it'll be Dallas letting us know what's up with the 2021 rookie class as well as the potential rookies of the 2022 class. And Tuesday and Friday, it'll be Jake and Kyle, our boys from the redraft world on the Fantasy Football Smackdown. Wednesday, you're going to be stuck with me and Jerry talking Dynasty on the flagship on the Dynasty War Zone. Then on Thursday podcast, me and Dr. Kyle will be here doing the regular season editions of the Fabulous Big Bet. We'll be talking sides. We'll be talking totals. Maybe a prop bet or two in there. Make sure to check us out over on the Fabulous Big Bet. And then, of course, on Saturday, Lou and Tyler, the guys of the Daily Destroyer. Why the Daily Destroyer? Because they're going to be destroying DFS Daily Fantasy Sports with Lou and Tyler on Saturdays. And then on Sunday, on Sunday, come get blessed in football Sunday school. It's where the boys of the DWZ will be mixing it up live here on YouTube. We'll be talking starts and sits, player props, sides, totals, gambling, dynasty, trades, redraft. You name it, you want to talk it, we'll do it. And we'll be doing it live every Sunday from 11.30 a.m. up until game time at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And of course, I'm going to give a shout out to our patron, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Of course, we talk a lot of gambling over there as well. Same thing we do here. Just uh, just a little bit of a mixture of everything football related. And so tonight, what I'm going to do, now that I've got all the promoting, all the look ahead, everything that's coming on here, the DWZ, going to give you some uh, some gambling best practices and some of the seasonal long props that did not make my top five for seasonal bets. Number one, while we're talking about seasonal bets, don't tie up a significant portion of your bankroll in future bets. Now, I, I, I'm here to tell you that future bets or long-term bets, it's better if you have a separate bankroll just for those. Um, maybe you roll it over into some Major League Baseball season bets, something like that. But a futures bet, I almost consider it a separate bankroll from my working day-to-day or week-to-week bankroll because you don't want to tie a significant portion of it because if you're doing football season-long props, you're going to tie up at least 18 weeks of your time before you get an outcome one way or the other. And that's why if you're you're doing a bankroll, let's say your bankroll is 1500 I wouldn't invest more than 250 maybe 500 at the absolute most. And that's a lot, guys. That's a lot. You got to have that because again, even if we hit 5 for 5 on all these props, you're not going to see that money until February. So you need to have a working bankroll and you need to have a long-term seasonal bankroll. You know, they're fun and there's some some value there. It's uh the patience and the tying up your your bankroll. Uh, the next one, know what your typical gambling unit of measure is. So again, if you're working on a $1,000 bankroll, your unit should be somewhere, in my opinion, and it's just my opinion, between 1% and 2.5% of, of your bankroll. Uh, I think 5% would be the absolute tippy-tippy top, so that would be a 
a $50 bet. Um, that's, that's more than I would personally be comfortable with. I would be in that 10, 10 to $25 range feels about right on, on a typical unit. And that doesn't mean that you can't have two unit bets. It just means you need to establish a unit so that when you hear shows like The Big Bet, um, The Even Money with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik, just the shows like that, you, you, when you hear them say a unit, you then have a number to equate that back to. So when you hear them say, I'm putting two units on Green Bay or, or whatever, you know, if your unit was 10 bucks, that means if you were going to follow that advice, you would put 20 bucks on there. So know what your unit is. Um, it's a great way to, to think about it as, as, as opposed to putting just a, a typical dollar amount on there. So, so think of your bets week to week as a unit and how much of your bankroll you have in play. Uh, some other advice I'll give you, by the way, um, I, I, there is an article uh, linked to today's show notes. If you are listening on whatever platform, hit pause. You can go into the show notes of this particular podcast. And down at the very bottom, there is an article that if you are newer to gambling or just kind of curious about it, it's a, it's a neat little beginner's level article that will explain some some basics of the gambling jargon um, a little how-to, some best practices, and I, th- I think you may enjoy it. So that is in the show notes at the uh, at the description here of the podcast. And my next bit of advice is is do your own research. There is so much more information, just like fantasy football. That's probably how you found the DWZ. What's through fantasy football? Dynasty, redraft, what have you. We all love fantasy football. We all love football in general. And if you're in one of those states that recently had gambling legalized, Man, find yourself multiple sources of information. Uh, crowdsourcing and the wisdom of crowds are great ways to cross-reference information. You know, maybe you have three or four people that you really like and that you take information from on a week-to-week and a day-to-day basis. But maybe you have three or four. And if two of the three, three of the four all like the same side, it's probably the same side. It's probably the same side you want to be on. But don't just have one person that you trust implicitly for information. As as good as the best gamblers are, those guys who make a living doing this, they're, they're trying to hit 54 55%. And if you're a recreational gambler, you're not going to make your money last very long at 54 55%. Uh, last thing I got before I give you some props that didn't make the season-long season-long prop show. The last bit of advice is that you can't win long-term if you treat this like a hobby and you see it as something to do with 50 or 100 bucks over the course of a weekend. If that's how you're looking at it, you might as well just send that money to me and I'll do my best to keep you entertained every weekend. It's just no way to go about it. Keep a bankroll, manage it, nurture it, watch it grow, um, be able to fade swings and see how good you can do. Um, I'm thinking about doing something with this as a long-term project here at the DWZ Football Network. So hopefully a couple of those little tips helped you out. And I'm going to jump into a couple of props that didn't make my season-long list, but uh, I thought I'd share, give you something to to chew on. And all of the numbers that I reference are going to be from DraftKings. Uh, A lot of good books out there. DraftKings happens to be the easiest. And... You know, shop around. That's some more advice. Have multiple outs. What's an out? An out is a place where you can get action. 
there's a website called thelines.com, and they will literally shop the lines for you. I found this when I was doing my Pittsburgh Steelers season-long prop bet. So make sure you use tools and references. There's so much of that out there to help make you more successful as a gambler. So, all right, here we go. Here's a, here's a few props that didn't make the official seasonal five, but I'm going to share with you anyway. Um, the first one is Carolina over seven and a half wins. Now, it's minus $1.20 on DraftKings. I'm sure you could probably get that a little bit better somewhere else. And there's thoughts out there that if you like the under seven and a half, uh, this may go up to eight and it may drop to seven. Uh, with juice to the over, uh, that, that makes sense to me. Uh, I just think Carolina's a pretty good team. I think this team's going to take a step in year two under Matt Rule. And I think they got an upgrade at the quarterback position. If you've listened to this show for any length of time, you know what a Sam Darnold fan that I am. So I do like Carolina over seven and a half. Uh, again, g- good schedule, favorable, like year two. A lot more pros than cons, and and eight wins is not even not even 500. But uh, I did not bet that one. That's just a a heavy lean. Uh, some player props: Josh Allen over uh, 4550 and a half yards. That's four five five zero point five yards. Lay 115 either way. Uh, this is a number that Josh Allen almost hit last year. You are getting an extra game this year. The problem with that extra game is that it may mean nothing. If the Bills have their seeding for the playoffs locked up by the end of week you know, 15, 16, and they can't move off the, the one seed or, worst case scenario, the two seed, then they're probably not going to play Josh Allen a lot in week 18, which means that week you may need you know, two, 250 yards to get to this number. He may not be playing. And the same thing for Tom Brady. Tom Brady's seasonal number is 4,750 and a half yards. Uh, juice also to the over. It's $1.20 on the over. I've seen a lot of people predicting Tom Brady throw in 5,000 yards, and he could. The difference between this year and last year is that uh, I believe they were 7-5 and five going into their Week 13 bye last year and got hot down the stretch. I don't know that that's going to be as necessary this year. So I see Brady having a fine year, being a top 12 QB for fantasy. I just, you know, 4,750 is a lot. So, And I don't love betting overs. Anytime you take an over, you're also taking the, the risk of injury in there. Not that Brady's an injury risk. I mean, the guy played the entire 2020 season with a torn meniscus or something in his knee. So he's certainly tough. It's just... Uh, just a very big number. I don't like betting overs that big. A couple of interesting ones are Teddy Bridgewater over 31.75.5. So just a shade under 3,200 yards. So not even 200 yards a game as a starter. Now this number was as of Saturday, uh, September 4th. Could have moved a little bit, but it tells me that at some point Teddy Bridgewater is either going to get benched for Drew Locke or... There's definitely some noise in there with his injury risk. You know, he had the big knee injury a few years ago, and it's not a bad number, but mobile quarterback, or at least somewhat mobile quarterback, with a checkered injury history, 
I don't like betting over, but it was one that caught my eye. Same with Jalen Hurts, 3,650 and a half passing yards, uh, lay a dollar fifteen either way. This one I found very interesting. So you could get Baker Mayfield at thirty nine fifty and a half, or you can get Hertz at thirty six fifty and a half. And you know Hertz is the mobile Konami QB. Uh, the running implications do make him more susceptible to injury. He's also going to be very susceptible to getting benched. I've posted many times that Philadelphia's schedule in 2021 is brutal, especially from the jump. And if this team's two and seven, three and three and seven, going into you know the the end of the season, I could see the same front office and ownership group that forced a Super Bowl winning coach and Doug Peterson to quote unquote see what he had in Nate Sudfeld. I could see them making the decision toward the back end of the season to quote unquote see what they have in Gardner Minshew. So if I were going to bet this one, I would bet Hertz under 3,650 yards. Uh, Big Ben, Big Ben, 3,900 and a half yards. So 3,901 gets you the money. I would lean to the over. He's only done this number a handful of times in his career as a starter, but I do see this being a little bit tied to their over-under number on the season, which is eight and a half. I mean, this this team is not going to blow people away and win the win the games with running the ball and playing defense and that classic Steelers formula. I think Ben will be able to throw it. He looked a lot better. Uh, I will say with this bet, if you're going over, you're going to want to see him get it going early in the season so that he can cruise control to 3,900-plus by the end of the season because as the weather gets cold, that body gets cold. He's an older fella, and I could see his... Uh, his production really, you know, like a like a funnel, starts really wide at the beginning of the season and really tapers down toward the end. Amari Cooper over under uh, 1175 receiving yards with juice to the under, uh, buck 25 on the under. I like Am- Amari Cooper, but this has been right around a career high for him, and his I believe this is his sixth year, maybe it's his seventh, sixth or seventh year in the league, and we, we do have Dak that's back. That's a good thing, but we do have additional competition in Michael Gallup, in C.D. Lamb. We don't know what we're going to get out of the tight ends. So add in the fact that Amari Cooper, although tough, I don't think he's ever missed more than a game or two in a season. It's still not a number that, that I'm looking at. I was tempted to go under. Maybe it was the juice, a buck twenty-five to the under, that held me off, but uh, that was a no-go for me. This next one, you have to believe that the Green Bay Packers are going to suffer an injury at the running back position. But it's Aaron, excuse me, A.J. Dillon under 690 and a half rushing yards. I mean, I see this number happening if Aaron Jones gets hurt and Aaron Jones does get hurt. That's a, that's a pretty sizable number for a backup. And I know they have Kalen Hill there as a third down running back. Uh, there is juice to the under at a dollar twenty. Just another interesting one that I thought, and I'll uh, I'll hit you with two more before I transition over to some pre-recorded ones from the other day, with a little more context to them. Uh, Austin Eckler over under eight hundred and twenty-five and a half rushing yards. I mean, maybe I'm, I just see him much more as a as a passing game weapon. 
Uh, I do still see plenty of the other running backs, whether that's Jackson or Kelly. I don't know if Roundtree made the, the final roster or not, but I think there'll be plenty of between-the-tackles guys mixed in, and Eckler will be wanted to be kept fresh. So I don't know that he quite gets to 825. He could. Uh, he might break 1,000 this year, but just a number that I did. I, I just felt like it was right. So I'm going to avoid it. Um, and then finally, Kenny Galladay, 69 and a half receptions on the season. He's never done this in his career. He's never had 69. He's, I guess you need 70 to win. He's never had 70 catches in his career. He's played with Matthew Stafford up until now. He's played in a dome up until now. I mean, worst quarterback, uh, worst overall, I guess, stadium conditions. You're going to be outside a lot more. And I just don't see him being the focal point of the offense. He's going into the season hurt. He's already banged up. I mean, do you really think he's going to play 17 games? Uh, Obviously, four receptions a game would hit him the over. I just don't see him playing all 17 games. So there you go. There is some best practices. There is a little bit of gambling info as we get going. I wanted to have a Monday podcast. Uh, Mr. Dallas is out enjoying his Monday. I am going to jump in and grab a pre-recorded edition of my two prop bets, one on the Steelers and one on Austin Hooper. I hope you enjoy them. I hope you have a safe and fun Labor Day. We'll be back here tomorrow with the boys of the Fantasy Football Smackdown. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a great week. What's happening, guys? Thanks for tuning in to the DWZ Football Network's The Big Bet. I am Memphis. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, you can join us every time we go live on YouTube by clicking the subscribe button down below. Tonight, I'm going to get into a season-long prop bet on the Pittsburgh Steelers win total. I'm going to jump into that in just a second. But before I do, I want to remind you that very soon, our very own Kyle August of the FF Smackdown is going to be here giving you his weekly waiver wire sniping show. That'll be on Saturdays, and then Dr. Kyle Bowser will be here throughout the course of the week updating us on injuries. So if you haven't been tuning in because they've been mostly hour-long-plus podcast, now is the time to get subscribed because the 10-minute, the 15-minute, the shorter videos are upon us. We're live, we're in season, and all kinds of goodness as it relates to the game of football. So, on this quick video, I'm going to jump in to the season win total for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, if you shop this around, you're going to find it at about 8.5. The website that I use to shop lines is called thelines.com. You can head over there, and it will help you find really good value on these lines. So, when I pulled this bet up, Uh, I was looking over. I'm going to get into why I think Pittsburgh's going to go over 8.5. And and the best two numbers that I found on Pittsburgh were Pittsburgh over 8.5 plus 125 on points bet, sportsbook, and plus 115 on DraftKings. Now, obviously, if we can get the 125, why would we give away the value? But I know DraftKings is much more readily available I know about 25 states here in America will allow for legalized sports betting, and I think DraftKings is there in just about every single one of them. 
I'm not sure about the availability of points bet, so I wanted to have two lines. So again, I'm going over, I'm going to get down at points bet plus $1.25. So if I bet $100 on this, I'm going to get back $125. Bucks. Let's get into some of the reasons why I like Pittsburgh in 2021. So they obviously play in the AFC North. They're going to play the Browns twice, the Bengals twice, and their division rival, the Ravens twice. So I know that a lot of Vegas Sharps like the Browns to win the division. Uh, Baltimore always going to be in the mix. And I think everyone's artificially down on the Steelers. But for me, it's hard to see the Steelers not going 4-2 and two in this division. Uh, I see them sweeping the Bengals. I know they lost a game to the Bengals last year. But I see them splitting with the Browns and with the Ravens and then sweeping the Bengals. So I see 4-2. and two. I, I could see a case where they would go 3-3, three and three, but I don't see them taking a losing record out of their division. So I... I, I see it four and two, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to that number. So the AFC division that they play this year, they're playing the AFC West, so they're gonna be heading to Kansas City, heading to the Los Angeles Chargers, and then they have home games against the Raiders and the Denver Broncos. I see both the home games as wins. I don't see Teddy Bridgewater or Derek Carr going into Pittsburgh against this defense and coming out with W's. Uh, I don't think the Steelers will be able to beat the, the Chiefs at home in Arrowhead. But I would give them a 50-50 shot to beat the L.A. Chargers in L.A. L.A. does not have the strongest home field advantage. So I'm, I'm going to predict this at 2-2. Two and two. So that would make their season win total so far. I would have them 6-4. and four. Uh, their, their NFC matchup, they're going to be playing the NFC North. So they have away games. They're heading to Green Bay, and they head to Minnesota. But they're home to Chicago, and they're home to Detroit. Just like I said, against the West, against the NFC North, I see them winning both home games. I see them beating Detroit and Chicago, and I would certainly give them a puncher's chance of beating Minnesota on the road, even in Minnesota. That is a Thursday night game. And we all know Kirk Cousins and his primetime track record speaks for itself. At Green Bay, week four, going to be super tough. Uh, I'm going to predict two and two, and that gets us to eight and six. So right there, I only need one more win over the course of their last three. Now they start the season at Buffalo. If there's ever a time to get a team like Buffalo, it would be week one, but it is on the road. They're going to have fans in the stands. I just think Buffalo is going to be a very... Very tough game for the Steelers to get a win. But they also host Tennessee and Seattle. Seattle is that 17th game. So I easily see them winning one of the two. Again, both these games in Pittsburgh. So I, I think it's mostly likely that they would go one and two here. But I think two and one is very likely. So just by doing a little quick math, I see them going somewhere between 10 and 7 and 9 and 8. Now, you add in the fact that Mike Tomlin, in all of his years as the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, he's never had a losing record. Even two years ago, when Ben Roethlisberger blew out his elbow, still managed to get into 8-8 eight and eight with uh, Devlin, Duck Hodges, and Mason Rudolph. 
So I, I, I love the coach. Uh, the schedule lines up fairly well. Again, I see 9-10 wins in there. But I also want to make sure I, I mention the defense. So this is a defense last year that was third in points allowed and third in yards allowed. So a really, really good defense. They were second in yards per play. Now I will tell you yards per play is a big, big metric that the gambling community in Vegas uses. Uh, so they were second in yards per play allowed. They were second in turnovers forced and second in QB hurries. All critical, critical aspects of gambling. Again, I've heard many Vegas pros say, if you just tell them who wins the turnover battle, that's the team they would more than likely bet on. And then this defense was first last year in total sacks, first in pressures, and first in QB knockdowns. This is a really good defense. Now, the schedule, not great, but I don't, I don't think it's terrible. I think it's manageable for 9 to 10 wins. And I know there might be some concern that they, they lost Bud Dupree in free agency to the Tennessee Titans, but they replaced him with Melvin Ingram in free agency, and they're getting Devin Bush back. Devin Bush last year blew out an ACL early in the season. And the last little nugget that I like about the Pittsburgh Steelers is that they added Najee Harris to an offense that was ranked 32nd in rushing. So I'm a big, if you followed any of my dynasty advice, any of my fantasy advice, you know that I'm huge on Najee Harris. And for all those reasons, I like the Pittsburgh Steelers plus 125 over at points bet. If you can't get the plus 125 over at points bet, I like Pittsburgh Steelers over eight and a half wins plus 115 on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Again, please subscribe. Push that button down below. Notifications turned on, and you won't miss all the gaming advice, all the fantasy advice, all the medical advice as it relates to the game of football. Thanks for joining us in the 2021 season. Look forward to seeing you here each and every week. Again, my name is Memphis. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. What's happening, guys? Welcome to the fabulous Big Bet, the Austin Hooper Prop Edition. I am your host. I am Memphis. Thanks for tuning in to the Dynasty War Zone Fantasy Football Network. And again, today I'm going to be covering Austin Hooper and his season-long prop bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook. While you're here, do me a favor. Look down below, hit subscribe, turn them notifications on. And uh, leave me a thumbs up, leave me a thumbs down, leave me some interaction in the comments so I can help uh, make these podcasts more of what you want to see. This is going to be very similar to what you see in a live show perspective as we get closer to week one of the NFL. So we're going to have one tonight. I've got three more leading up to my first prop of the year on Thursday. So I want to jump into this. So Austin Hooper has a prop bet on DraftKings. The number is over or under 500 and a half receiving yards. That is 500.5 receiving yards. You'll lay $1.15 either way, whether you go under or over. I'm going over. I like over the 500, and I'm going to hit you with some of my rationale as to why. Now, Austin Hooper, in his career, he is going into his sixth year as a pro, and he has hit 500 or more receiving yards three of the last four years. Didn't come close as a rookie, but uh, four years ago, he hit for 526. Two, uh, three years ago, 660. In his big year, his breakout year in 2019, he hit for 787 yards in 13 games. 
and he hit for 435 also in 13 games last year in Cleveland. Now, last year in Cleveland, his yards per catch was down to 9.5. That is very, not very, but that is lower than his career average, which is 10.3 yards per catch. And I believe that he bounces back in year two with the Stefanski offense and Baker Mayfield. He's going to get a full offseason, no COVID. Remember last year, I know all teams were dealing with with COVID, but that was his first year in the offense as a free agent coming into Cleveland from Atlanta, new quarterback, and still got close to this 500 with 435. Uh, you know, th- again, this is going to be the second year with Baker, but this year he faces four teams that were in the bottom 10 against tight ends last year. And seven of his opponents in 2021 were in the bottom half versus the tight end position last year in 2021. So that's big news. Uh, good opportunity. Something else that I believe this year is that Cleveland is not going to be playing from ahead as much. Their schedule's a little bit tougher in 2020, uh, excuse me, in 2021 than it was in 2020. You know, last year they seemed to get up on everybody. They played the AFC South. They they did real well against that division. And I don't think it's going to be as easy this year when we you know when they're playing the AFC West. They've got to play the Chargers and the Chiefs and the Raiders. And regardless of what we think about the Raiders' defense, that's a really good offense. And I, I think that might be a sneaky higher-scoring game. And the Raiders are one of those teams in the bottom half against the tight end last year. Uh, obviously already mentioned the Chiefs. And I've already mentioned Baker, so let's talk about Baker. Baker last year had a career low in pass attempts with 486. That's the same number that he had as a rookie, but as a rookie, he only played in 14 games and only started 13 versus playing every game last year. You know, that was a a career low for him on a a game, uh, on an attempts per game basis. Last year, he averaged right at 30 pass attempts a game. I think that number is going to come back up a little bit, probably be closer to 35. And what those numbers don't speak to are the three horrific games that Cleveland played in terrible weather. Uh, The really windy games where they wouldn't even land planes in the greater Cleveland area. Baker had 122 yards, 132 yards, and 204 yards in those games. And one of those games were one of the three that Hooper missed. Now his 500.5, so 500.5 yardage prop number. That's less than Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin has a higher seasonal receiving yards prop than Austin Hooper. Blake Jarwin in a very crowded receiving group there in Dallas with Dalton Schultz, all the great wide receivers, the running backs. His is 525. Let's go to Seattle. Gerald Everett, his first year in an offense with Russell Wilson, 505 yards. I do like that one, but I like the Hooper one more. His 500.5 is less than Jared Cook, first-year grizzled veteran, first-year with second-year QB Justin Herbert, 525 and a half passing yards as well. It's le- it's it's basically the same as Gronk. Gronk 495.5 passing yards, and it's significantly less than Hunter Henry's 560.5 receiving yards, and that's with Janu on the field. So why why else do I like this? Baker. Baker's seasonal prop number is just a shade under 4,000. 3,950 and a half passing yards. Now that's on a 17-game 17, 17 schedule 
which would be a career high for Baker. But let's say Baker gets close to that. Let's say he gets 3900 4000 Well, let's give OBJ 1200 I'm being super gracious because I've got a good friend named Neil that loves OBJ. Let's say OBJ gets 1200 Let's say Jarvis Landry gets 1000 2200 That still leaves 18, 17, 16, 1800 yards receiving for the two tight ends, which would be Hooper and Harrison Bryant. Donovan Peoples-Jones, the running backs, there's more than enough left over, even being super generous with the wide receivers, to see that that Hooper gets to his 500 yards needed to crack this prop. And I did the math. He'd have to average 30 yards a game if he played all 17. Now, given the fact that he's only played 13 games the last two seasons, if he just played those same 13 games, he would have to average about 39 yards a game to crack this prop. This is a guy with three games in his career over 100 yards receiving. If he has one of those, you're you're 20% in. Now, I normally don't like going overs, especially with players with a somewhat injured history. But again, this number is so low, I think you've got three to four games of injury tolerance baked in. So for me, one of my five season-long prop bets is going to be Austin Hooper over 500 0.5 0.5 receiving yards on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, lay in $1.15. I'm going to be back here three more times this week with three more seasonal prop bets. And remember, on Wednesday, I'll be going live on YouTube with Dr. Kyle Bowser. And we'll be doing the big bet all season long here on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Notifications turned on down below. You'll never miss a prop bet. You'll never get a chance, never miss a chance to get the best number. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you back here real soon with some more big bets. Hey, Brand Goods. That's us. You're very, very proud of the brand and very proud of what we stand for, man. We stand for those who give a shit. We want to be with those who want to do more. And no matter what your pursuit is and whatever it is, as long as you're holding yourself to a higher standard and you're being accountable to what your goals are, we got your back. Hey, Brand Goods. Spread hate. Always party. And this segment is brought to you by ViridianGlobal.com. And that is the official apparel provider of the Dynasty Warzone merch. We have our t-shirts over there. We have our dad hats. We have our Jerry NWO themed hats. We have hoodies. We have Raglan's baseball season just kicking off. A Raglan is a baseball shirt where the body of the shirt is white and the sleeves are different colors. We've got some some tank tops. We have our new working harder than an ugly stripper t-shirt and so much more. This is the brainchild of myself and our graphics guru, Maddie, aka at Maddie Big Chest on Twitter. We have a ton of styles and you want to head over there and check everything out. You simply go to Viridian Global, that is V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N Global, ViridianGlobal.com. Search the Dynasty Warzone store, and man, you'll see all the t-shirts, hats, accessories, everything that we have available to you from a merch standpoint. They are a great sponsor, and we recommend you check them out today. That is the group over at ViridianGlobal.com. Thanks for checking them out. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing.
yesterday. And if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak.